0: it's time now to get the hell out of your life a weekly broadcast with real people sharing real struggles and offering real hope today's show will encourage inspire and empower you to face life's challenges with a bold confidence and renewed hope
1: now let's join our host ron myers the promoter hello my friends it is so good to be with you today are you sensing the unseen realm are unexplainable things happening to you? Do you feel that there is something missing in your life but you sense some weird stuff going on? Do you have a sense that you are in the middle of the twilight zone? Well there is a you that nobody sees in the unseen realm and today my guest Paul Renfro who is an author and a speaker, is going to address those questions. Paul Renfro is known as the great explainer for everyday people in both business and in ministry. Over four decades, Paul and his wife have been church leaders, ministers, business professionals, and authors. They attribute their versatility to the quiet security of a long, steady pursuit of God. Hello, Paul. How are you today?
0: Oh, very good. It's a beautiful spring day here in the panhandle of Florida. Everything's so beautiful. It just lifts you up.
1: Yes, spring is beautiful. I love it. It's it's a renewal time. Everything's starting to... Change and, uh, you know, sometimes Paul, our life, we need that renewal. I'm so excited to talk to you about this book you have, and How to Live as a Spirit in the Unseen Realm. Now, we're going to talk about some things today that a lot of people probably are not familiar with, but after today, I think they're going to be excited to understand the unseen realm out there. What is the unseen realm?
0: Well, first of all, uh- Anybody listening can answer this question quite easily. Can we see God? No. And Jesus ascended into heaven and I don't see him anymore. The Holy Spirit lives in us. Can we see him? No. So when we're talking about the unseen realm, we're uh, talking about the world inhabited by spirits. Can we see angels? Only if they manifest themselves. But uh, we can't see them. They're there all the time. Can we see demons? Can we see the devil? So the unseen realm uh, is probably the most accessible way that people can identify it. It's where all the other spirits
1: live. I love it. That's a great explanation, better than I could have ever (laughs) said. Um, So now the book, tell us about dictating this book on a 2000 mile motorcycle ride.
0: Isn't that something? (laughs) Amen. Well, so walking with the Lord, you know, as you know from your book, the promoter, there is a voice that he speaks. He began to intrigue me with that. Sitting in a dirt basement of a 1910 home, Victorian home, I had bought in 1979, and I was studying the Gospel of John in my in my very humid little basement. All the staples from those days are rusted, and uh, the uh, John five nineteen and twenty, Jesus says. I tell you the truth, the son can do nothing by himself. And that really hit me between the eyes. And it is, if there's anything like a life verse for me, it's it's that. He goes on to say, for the father loves the son. That's an assurance and a security that we all grow in and shows him all that he is doing. And so this intimacy with the lord god it, it, we experience it as a voice like you describe in your book and and then sometimes it's just a knowledge for me sometimes it, well, it's in a dream that he shares things, but sometimes it's just a little i call i say to my wife last night, "Hey, uh, some knowledge
1: just appeared in my head
0: <laughs> there's just different ways to describe." how he interacts
1: with us. But you know what I'm talking about, don't you, Ron? Oh, absolutely. I use the term that God sometimes wants to download some new ideas mm-hmm. into our little computer-type brain. And I'm on a bicycle or a treadmill sometimes at the gym, and I've been and yes. um, praying about a, a solution to a problem. And, Paul, yeah. it just pops in my head. And I say, God, yeah. you just downloaded the answer into my brain. And I say, thank you. Everyone listening
0: can have this same faith because that wasn't just Jesus. That's also Ron and Paul and the listener as well. Mm-hmm. And so this is the standard for walking with God where we have this intimate relationship. In Psalm 25, God says that uh, David writes, and of course, inspired by the Holy Spirit, it says he shares his secrets with sinners. And so people who think I'm not worthy, I don't qualify, blah, blah, blah. Well, just look at David. Have you, have you killed your enemy? Have you stolen a man's wife? No? Well, okay. So even if you have, David did too. So, uh, but, but the point, you asked me about the motorcycle. So I had to kind of set it up because I'm, I'm going, I'm, I'm also, I have multiple businesses and one of them is digital game development. So I'm going to see my partner in Dallas it's spring. uh, Well, actually early fall, and it's a good opportunity for a nice motorcycle ride on my Goldwing, my my 2013 F6B Goldwing. So any motorcycle rider will know that that's like a Cadillac on the road, a very fast Cadillac. I um, was going along and I was uh, coming actually just north of you. I was in Southern Mississippi uh, going through a little town where I saw Office Depot at the you know interstate intersection, and immediately the Lord said, "Man, this is not words. I wouldn't want the listener to misunderstand. It's just, it's, it's just in you. It's not words. It takes me longer to say it than it did to, to for him to say it." Go to that Office Depot and get a handheld recorder, and so I did. I obeyed, kind of weird, but I obeyed. And you know, and I would say to the listener, uh, you know, sometimes you have to test things, but that wasn't such a one. But always err on the side of obedience. If you have to make a mistake, make make a mistake in the direction of obedience. You can clarify later and get advice later and other things. But so I did that and all this began to pour into me, Ron. You know, my gold wings easy to operate. So i got my hand on the throttle and my left hand with a with a recorder. And then I got back and you know, you have to transcribe all that and that was the genesis of this book. Two thousand miles of recordings. Uh it was uh, Probably a 30-hour trip all told with breaks and everything, and that's a lot of recordings to transcribe. So it went through uh, the transcription and then my editing, and then I had beta readers who read it first to make sure it made sense. Then I got a professional editor, and then finally it was published, and, and you have the result: How to Live as a Spirit in the Unseen Realm, and. 60 pages from a motorcycle ride. <laughs>
1: well, and, and and Paul, this is book one of a nine-book unseen series, but you wrote it as the last one in the sequence. Isn't that a little backwards?
0: Uh, well, yeah. Uh, so you can talk to God about that if you don't like it. <laughs> but, <laughs> so here, here's the genesis of the unseen series. I've been walking with the Lord for almost five decades. My, my first career was in full-time ministry uh, with a college ministry called InterVarsity Christian Fellowship, and uh, we just luxuriated in Scripture. InterVarsity was one of the pioneers of inductive Bible study in America. It was founded back in the 1840s and very, a uh, very long, long history, and so I really benefited from serving those years. And with my years as a college leader, I had 16 years total in that environment. And then I came into business in the early 90s, and I'm now a financial advisor. The point I'm making is that I had this long experience, and then, like your son, I was born with a heart defect. I was born in 1956 before the heart-lung machine was invented, and they told my parents that I would not live long. Well, I had my first heart surgery, and then I've had three subsequent open-heart surgeries, and another one since, using just the more advanced uh, robotic-type
1: digital stuff.
0: And and now, look, you saw me run. I looked pretty vigorous, didn't you think, at NRB on the third day?
1: Absolutely. You are a picture of health. I mean, you stopped me, and you wouldn't stop talking. And I said, oh, we got— <laughs> Hey,
0: that, that's
1: we got, one to know one. Yeah, exactly. We got <laughs> something in common. We both like to talk, but we talk about— good, What did we talk about? We talked about God, and that's why uh-huh. I, I'm so glad that I am visiting with you. Anyway, sorry about that interruption.
0: No, not at all. Because uh, you asked me, how did Book One get written last? Well, uh, in two and on January thirty first, two thousand eighteen, I developed atrial fibrillation as as a result of I, I sponsored a large convention like NRB, and um, but it was a complete disaster. You and I can talk about those professional things later because you've got deep experience in that area, and I developed atrial fibrillation. The yeah, problem was, many people have no problem with it, but I already had six inches of plastic in my heart. And so the atrial fibrillation, in combination with those rigid and flexible parts, led to congestive heart failure. And during that nine months of decline, God woke me up at 3.30 every morning, unable to sleep, and the nine-book Unseen series just poured out of my fingertips. So they were all written by the time that my problem was remedied. And uh, over the next nine months, uh, I had a series. I had another heart surgery. I had an ablation. I had endocarditis. Any heart patient listening to these things knows, oh, my gosh. And so uh, then all of a sudden, uh, health was restored, uh, minus 25 pounds, and all is good. So uh, I had this uh, series written, and the original title was the rise and fall of the kingdom of darkness. But the Holy Spirit would not let me put it out. And so I was uh, restricted in patience. And then all of a sudden there was this motorcycle ride. And as I began to transcribe, nobody sees this you, how to live as a spirit in the unseen realm. As I began to transcribe that from the motorcycle recordings, the Lord said, this is book one. And so that's how the sequence came about. And the Lord said, people need to know this in order to appreciate all the machinations and schemes of the enemy. Because what did Paul say? We are not unaware of the schemes. Well, unfortunately, the state of the church today, a big capital C church, we are largely unaware of the devil's schemes. So in this, the remainder of the series are 27 distinct schemes that the kingdom of darkness uses to distract, deter, and distort Christians. But to understand that, a person has to know that they are a living spirit. They have to understand how to live as a spirit.
1: And that's the reason this is book one. In the introduction to book one, page one, you write something that makes so much sense, but I've never really thought about it this way before. You write here, quote, everything we want is possible when we become living spirits. Every longing you have is obtained by maturing as a living spirit. And every obstacle you face in life serves that maturing process by evil spirits to obstruct you and by God's spirit to develop, test, improve you. So what do you mean by that?
0: We are created to rule the earth in every, all the ambition, all of the desires, everything. Has its root in our being created in God's image, and we are created as his regents and, and rulers upon the earth. There's more to it. We're created to replace the one who was exiled to earth, Lucifer and the kingdom of darkness. So our mandate is to shove him out. That's why Jesus, the same Jesus who said he came to seek and save that which was lost, he said, I will build my church. And the gates of hell will not prevail against it. In other words, we're on the offense, and the gates of hell are continually in retreat. It may not look like that if you look at the headlines and news reports, or even your church, your pastor, and, and your own family. Okay, don't go by appearances. This is what God said, and the Word of God makes what is. However, you know many Christians have been limited. For a variety of reasons, to simply a religious fleshly existence. They have their soul and their body, and they don't know what Jesus was talking about to Nicodemus. Flesh gives birth to flesh, but spirit gives birth to spirit. You cannot enter the kingdom of God unless you are born of spirit. So, by, by virtue of our faith in Christ, we're born as spirits. But Ron, let me ask you a question. Just you personally. Have you ever had any teaching or been in any church which gave you understanding of your spirit capabilities as distinct from your soul or body capabilities?
1: No, I don't recall ever uh, hearing anything about that.
0: So it's kind of sad. And yet this is all over the scripture. And not only that, when you understand this, so many scriptures that are puzzling become easier to understand. Yeah, uh, and so the when we mature as spirits, all of a sudden it explains the longings. We were created as a race with these longings, Adam and Eve. But then they died. They 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 died the day they ate the fruit. And their body and their flesh didn't die. I mean, obviously, we're here, so obviously they lived a long time and reproduced. Their spirit died. That's what died. Their spirit died. And they became alienated from God. And that's the condition which everybody is born, according to Romans 5. Well, then, when Jesus gives us spirit birth, all of a sudden, we can have intimacy with God. The reason the Holy Spirit can fill Ron Myers is because Ron Myers it has a living spirit and intimacy as possible. The Holy Spirit uh, it lives in Paul Renfro. And it lives. the Holy Spirit, he lives in every listener who has put their faith in Jesus Christ. Yeah. Well, all these longings just explode within us. And now uh, the Holy Spirit wants to give us maturity as spirits. Obviously, the angels are mature. The demons are mature. The devil is mature. And obviously, the Lord Jesus is mature and it on his throne. And yet here we are running around in spirit diapers because we just haven't received much teaching. Well, the times are changing. And the reason for all the turmoil in today's world, we can go hunker under a rock like the cavemen in the Geico commercial, but the preferable response is to rise up and become an overcomer yeah. because that's who the promises are to in the the letters of revelation.
1: You know, that's so well put. Um, You know, it kind of ties into my next question because in chapter six, you write about the spirit, the soul, and the body. Now, Mm -hmm. which one are you talking about in the title? Nobody sees this you. It's the spirit. Our soul
0: uh, is comprised of our mind and our emotions and our will. And then there's our body, which, as we all know, kind of has a life of its own. Uh, there's physiological components, but also the, our body has, uh, was born in death. And that's why it's, we has to be sown and then raised again, as Paul talks about First Corinthians 15. But nobody sees our spirits as a Christian our spirit, just like we can't see angels, we can't see the Holy Spirit, we can't see Jesus, we can't see the Father, we can't see the devil, and nobody can see Ron's spirit. Yeah, and so that's why it uh, that title. But so now, having said that, our spirit is we can express our spirit. There are definite characteristics of spirits, and <clears throat> in in the book. In, uh, let's see, let me turn to the, in um, chapter three, Spirit Defined, there are definable characteristics community, covenant, communication. Our spirit can be known, and that and it's known by its effects. And so that's why we're able to have the union of spirits, that's why we're able to form a church of spirits. So our spirit is, that's why Jesus said, by their fruit, you'll know them. And so that's how we identify the spirit.
1: You know, Paul, um, I'm just so intrigued by hearing some of the stuff you're saying, because I've thought about a lot of this stuff before, just sitting quietly about the spirit. I know you have. and I've, I know you have from reading your book. <laughs> and I've always said that if I could just put on some glasses that I could put on and see this unseen realm, we would absolutely be astonished. Who should get your book?
0: Well, that's a good question. You know, as you know, uh, when you're listening to a book online these days, you have to pick categories. And, and half my categories are in the area of general spirituality and the same category as uh, more pagan type things. And I've written the book for people, both Christians and unChristians. And among, there's so many people that are hungry to wake up as spirits. Yes. God has released a call. And that's why you run, in your book, you can talk about going out and just talking to people, sweaty, imperfect, the warehouse people, and, and, and they will respond because they're hungry. They're hungry. And so anybody would benefit from reading my book. They don't have to be a church person i tell you who should not get my book. That's easier to answer. Are you ready for this? Is somebody who is so bound up in religion that they don't entertain anything outside their box. Yes. Yeah. And and you know exactly what I'm talking
1: about. You know, one of the things you hear a lot, I was blind, but now I see. I was blind at one time, and then when God came into my life, I faith in Christ, all of a sudden I could see everything that you're talking about. And listeners, we're talking to Paul Renfro, and the book is called Nobody Sees This You, How to Live as a Spirit in the Unseen Realm. So how do uh, my listeners get a copy of your book, Paul?
0: Well, there's uh, several ways in today's world, but I'd like to first give the listener my website, dot. ParadigmLighthouse.com. ParadigmLighthouse.com. So you can get my book there. There's also posters and mugs. And my poster says, I am a spirit in Christ. And it's very beautiful. And the mug has that same thing. And it's a great way to wake up. But what I'm really excited about at ParadigmLighthouse.com is there's a private readers forum. Because when you get the book, you're able to get a log-on credential for a private reader's forum. It's only—it's like a Facebook for readers of this book and for the nine-book unseen series. But you can also get the audiobook on Amazon. Many people these days are going by audiobooks, and I hired high-priced national talent to produce the audiobook. So Amazon.com, just search Paul Renfro, that's spelled R-E-N-F-R-O-E, or search the title, Nobody Sees This You, and you'll find it. The audiobook is there. I also price the ebook at 99 cents. If that's permanent, anybody can read this on their computer or phone for just 99 cents. So I really encourage people, you know, if money's tight and you have 99 cents, get the book that way. Or if you just want to dip your toe in the water, get the ebook for 99 cents on Amazon. Yeah, But ParadigmLighthouse.com, we have hardbacks available as well as paperbacks.
1: Yeah, that's great. Well, one last thing before you go, Paul. I always ask my guests this, is uh, how do you get the hell out of your life?
0: Oh, get the hell out of your life? That is the title of your podcast, isn't it, Ron?
1: It sure is, Paul. Thank you.
0: <laughs> I love that title. Uh, you know what? Love Jesus Christ. Everything else will fall into place. If you love him, you don't have to uh, worry about minding your boundaries and, and that kind of thing. Uh, you love him. Love him. He will lead you. He's such a faithful leader. Uh, and you can have your failings just like the disciples had theirs. Uh, don't, don't get up tight. Don't measure yourself. Keep your eyes upon Jesus. Amen. Isn't that what the hymn says? Yes. Fix your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face. And the things of earth will go strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace.
1: Amen. Amen, Paul. You know, I am uh, so grateful and thankful to the Lord for introducing us to, and I think we're going to have quite a few more conversations. I really do appreciate what you're doing. I appreciate your encouragement. And uh, thank you for visiting with uh, me and my listeners today.
0: Thank you, Ron, for having me, and God bless all
1: your listeners. You're listening to Get the Hell Out of Your Life with your host, Ron Myers. Real stories, real struggles, and real hope. Friends, this is a fascinating subject. And just as Paul asked me, I will ask you, have you heard this type of teaching in your church? Now, we Christians know there is an unseen realm. I mean, if you are awake, you can see the spiritual war between good and evil taking place right before our very eyes. We are living in the twilight zone. God told us. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. God also warned us that my people will perish for lack of knowledge. Friends, you and I have to have a sense of urgency. And know this the Spirit of God that is in every believer is. More powerful than all those other forces. But if you don't understand the unseen realm, if you don't understand the you that nobody sees, it is going to be very difficult to live in these end time days. So there is no need to be fearful unless you decide to bury your head in the sand and live in La La Land, which, well, we know there's a lot of God's children doing that. Now, my prayer this week, and I strongly suggest you pray the same, is for God to remove the blinders from our eyes and open our ears to hear his voice. Take some quiet time. Get alone with Jesus. Jesus did give you and I some words of wisdom. Here I am sending you out like sheep with wolves all around you. So be as wise as serpents and yet as harmless as doves. Now, what this illustrates is the risk involved, because sheep would normally be savaged by wolves. However, what Jesus meant was that his disciples, you and I, would be protected to a great degree, though never entirely, if they were as clever as snakes and innocent as doves. So friends, we cannot be fearful, we cannot ignore this, because your life and your family's spiritual life depend on understanding the times that you and I are living in, and the crazy things that are happening in this unseen realm, or maybe I like to say the twilight zone. I would suggest reading Paul's book and getting prepared, especially with his wonderful offer for only 99 cents for the e-book. Please go to my website and share this podcast, and if you are in spiritual diapers, get out of them and become the person God has destined you to become. We can't play around anymore. And also look for my new page on Facebook, Ron the Promoter Myers, and like it. I'm going to be posting regular things that will encourage, empower you, and help you in the war for your soul. Until next week, this is Ron Myers reminding you that I love you, God loves you, and may the force of God be with you today and every day. Your
0: life. Today's show was produced by Ron Myers Ministries, a listener-supported ministry. For a copy of today's broadcast, please visit our website, thepromoter.org. And would you prayerfully consider making a tax-deductible donation so that we may continue to share stories of God's amazing grace with the world? And join us next week for another broadcast of Get the Hell Out of Your Life. Real people sharing real struggles and offering real hope.